Good afternoon, everyone. Uh, we're going to start here in just a few moments and allow a few more people to trickle in, so just hang tight. Good afternoon, everyone. We're going to go ahead and get started here. So welcome to the second uh, town hall that we're providing our active employees and retirees for the 2024 kickoff of open enrollment. Uh, we have a lot to get done on our agenda today. Uh, I'll be here speaking. I'm Rob Krause from the Benefits Division within uh, Human Resources. My staff is here, and we have Cigna here as well, and Delta Dental, should you have any questions. So we have a lot to go through. Uh, so we'll, if you could, we'll hold your questions um, until the end. Oh, okay. Can you all hear me? Great. Okay. So we have two major changes here in 2024. I'll touch on the first one now, and then we'll get to the other one in a little bit. This year's enrollment is going to be an active enrollment. What does that mean? That means you need to go into the Oracle self-service, whether you're an active employee or a retiree, to have coverage in 2024. Okay, um, as I go through that, just to preface, as I go through this deck, uh, our first meeting last week was focused on active employees. This one's a little bit more focused on retirees to call out a few more, uh, I wouldn't say changes, but just reminders. So as I go through this deck, there will be some things that are applicable simply to the active retirees, I'm sorry, to the active employees because we have some of them joining us today, but I'll also try and call out the other two populations, our pre-65 retirees and our post-65 retirees, okay? So um, you'll have an opportunity to enroll in uh, plan year 2024. Um, you'll be able to, uh, for those active employees, if you want your FSA plans to continue, you'll have to go ahead and re-enroll in your healthcare FSA or your dependent care FSA. And for those of you who have an HSA plan, one of our high deductible plans, uh, I will note that the individual limits have gone up that you can contribute to. 
For an employee, it goes up to 4,150. And for a family, it goes up to 8,300. Keep in mind, all changes that you make, all enrollments that you make will be effective January 1st of 2024. And once again, just to reiterate, when we talk about FSAs and HSAs, that's primarily just for our active retirees. I'm, I keep saying active retirees, active employees, my, my bad. Next. So I think it's, um, many of you probably have retired some time ago, and I think it's important to remind um, all of our plan participants how our plan is structured and how it works. So we have what's called a self-funded plan which means we contract with third-party administrators like Cigna and Delta to process our claims. But we in the county are actually at risk for those claims. So when you go and see your doctor and you have some sort of service done, they'll send that to Cigna. Cigna will simply process the claim, but that claim then comes to the county and we pay that directly. Okay, when it comes to how do we fund that, we have a self-insurance fund. And so what happens is our active employee payroll contributions and our pre-65 and post-65, your, your, your payroll, not your payroll contributions, but your monthly premiums go into this fund as well as the employer contributions. And then we use that fund to pay all of our claims, all of our admin fees, all of our consultative fees with our actuaries, any sort of compliance expenses that we have. That's where we use that fund for. And as a reminder, you may remember back in uh, 2020, we did a robust RFP for our medical RX dental and vision benefits. And we ended up uh, renewing, not renewing their contracts, but uh, signing new contracts with each of these vendors for five years. And 2024 will be the fourth year in that five-year contract. And after that, we'll have five one-year renewals that we can execute on if we see fit. Next. So many of you are here today to find out what you have to do to enroll, but I'm sure some of you are here to find out why are the premiums so high in 2024. So the renewal came in at 19.3%, and we did get that number down. But I do want to spend a little bit of time kind of talking through some of the factors that are impacting those rates. So when we think about medical trend and prescription drug trend, when we have to project our claims out, there are certain trend factors that we have to think about, and they have increased for 2024. So for example, your medical trend that we used to use was about 6%, and the drug trend was about 8%. They each have gone up two points. So now we're using an 8% drug trend, I'm sorry, an 8% medical trend in a 10% drug trend. We have medical inflation. As you all have, are dealing with uh, regular inflation today, so are providers. You know, they need to pay their staff more, their equipment costs more. So there's medical inflation that's impacting this renewal as well. We have pent up demand from COVID. So of course we had many years where employees and retirees were putting off elective surgeries because they couldn't get into the doctor's office and they were putting off their preventative exams. Now some of that demand is being released and they're having their surgeries and they're having their exams and they're realizing that they weren't checked out for two years and now the condition they have has gotten worse. So that's what we call pent up release of uh, COVID-19. We've seen an increase in high claimants. To give you an example, in um, 2021, we had about 95 claimants who had claims over $50,000. In 2022, that those 95 claimants became 135. That is a huge increase. Our past plan for performance, uh, we've had on average increases anywhere from one to 3% over the past five years on average. Uh, that is phenomenal. That's much less than the medical trend. Unfortunately, it's not sustainable. You know, we're kind of playing a little bit of a catch up here. It's kind of cyclical at some point. We'll get down, I think, to those numbers, but we are getting hit uh, with that high um, 
increase relative to what we've seen in past years. And then the self-insurance fund contribution, um, I don't have the, the retiree numbers, but last year I'll, I'll talk about the active employees. When we came into the renewal, there was about a 5.6% increase, and that was much greater than we've seen in the past. So we went to the board and we asked for an additional $2 million to buy down that rate. And that rate was not only bought down for actives, but it also bought that down for pre-65 and post-65 retirees. So we took that $2 million, that extra money that we asked the board for, and we did it on a pro-rata basis to bring down the rates. So the actives, to give you an idea, went from 5.6% down to 2.6%. Now, in hindsight, 5.6% was really not that bad, considering what we're seeing this year. But, you know, hindsight is 2020 there. Next. Okay. So what did we do to get the rates down to 11.1%? So we started at 19.3. Uh, we have a health plan provider network change uh, that only applies to our active employees and our pre-65 retirees. And I'll talk about that in a little bit. But by implementing that new medical provider network change, we can reduce that rate by 5.3%. And then even though we asked for $2 million and we're kind of paying that back. We've asked for another $2 million from the board to get the rate down even further. That got it down by another 2.9%. And we took that $2 million again this year and did it on a pro rata basis for our active employees, our pre-65 retirees, and our post-65 retirees. But it didn't get our post-65 uh, post retirees down f far enough. So we asked for another $176,000 that the board approved back in September. So now all of our actives, pre- and post-retirees are coming in at 11.1% for 2024. Uh, in terms of dental vision, the active employees and pre-65 retirees will not see a change, but our post-65 retirees will see a 7.7% increase, and that's based upon the utilization of that particular group. Okay, I mentioned the two major changes. One was the active enrollment. The other is this change in the medical provider of network. That uh, primarily, that is just for our active employees and our pre-65 retirees, right? Our post-65 retirees simply have the Medicare surround plan. That's, that plan is not changing. So just to level set, to remind everyone what we have today, we have what's called the Cigna Point of Service Plan, which uses the Point of Service Medical Provider Network. We have the Cigna Open Access Plus. They use the OAP network. Oh, by the way, the POS plan right now is our most rich plan that we have. The OAP plan is a very, very robust plan, but not quite as rich as the POS. And then we have two Cigna Choice plans, one's paired with an HSA, one's paired with an HRA. They also use the OAP network. So today we have one plan that utilizes the POS network and three plans that utilize the OAP network. Once again, for active employees and pre-65 retirees. So what we're doing in 2024, we are replacing the POS network with the OAP network. It's simply a provider network change. The plan design will remain the same as it was with the POS and with the new, what we call the new OAP high plan. Your deductibles will remain the same, co-pays the same, co-insurance the same. It's simply the provider network. With this change, there's a few more enhancements. If you have the POS today, um, you need to select a PCP, a primary care physician, uh, through Cigna, and if you want to see a referral, I'm sorry, if you want to see a specialist, you need to secure a referral. With the new OA, OAP high plan, it's, uh, you no longer need to select a PCP, and you no longer need to have referrals to see a specialist. And then 
lastly, um, the POS plan today is a regional provider network. So if you fly out to, say, Ohio or, or Michigan, you don't have benefits unless it's an ER-related situation. Uh, with the OAP network, it's a national network. Next. Uh, before we get to the slide with the Davis vision and the health savings account, I do want to stress, um, when we talk about a change in provider networks for the actives and the pre-65ers, the first question obviously comes to your mind is, okay, is, is my provider going to be in the new network, right? We had Cigna do a robust uh, analysis, and we had less than 10 providers who would not be in the o new OAP network, and most of them were labs. On the flip side, we have over 800 who are now going to be in-network. So that means if you're currently in the POS and you're seeing an out-of-network provider, chances are your provider will now be in-network and you'll be saving money because when you go to an in-network provider, your scheduled benefits is, is more robust. It, these providers have contracts with Cigna, so they can't just bill you whatever they want. You have a set amount that you'll pay, then that, prior, that, that provider would then write that amount off. Some other minor changes, uh, Davis Vision, um, for those in the um, those active employees and pre-65 retirees right now, when you receive your exams or your, your classes or your materials, once you have that, you cannot get them again for another 365 days. We are changing the frequency to be once a year. So today, if you receive your classes or exam, you can then do that again in February, you know, four months later. And then just for the active employees, um, the health savings account limits have changed. The HRA and HSAs are governed by the federal government. We don't really have much play in that. But uh, the, the, the deductibles have increased from 1,500 to 1,600 for an individual, and for a family, 3,000 to 3,200. And as I mentioned earlier, the individual annual contributions have gone up to 4,150 for an individual and 8,300 for a family. So to provide some context around the county's investment in their retirees and their, their employees, in 2024, we are projected to spend about $82.4 million uh, for our actives and pre-65 retirees, and our post-65 retirees, about $4.2 million. And I only say that because ba back in 2018, when we did projections for 2019, that $82.4 million was $55 million. And just a few years, few years later, we're up to 82, and it won't be just a few more years until we're over $100 million per year. So I just want to make sure that we all understand the investment that the county has provided to all these three populations. Uh, dependent health plan eligibility, I'm not going to spend much time here. Uh, obviously, we're, we're going to cover your, your spouses and your children. I will say, though, uh, for, those, um, for those active employees, if we already cover your dependents, when you do your enrollment, you do not need to provide supporting documentation. We're not going to ask that you provide a birth certificate or a marriage certificate. We have your dependents in our system, so they'll be good to go. If you are adding them for the first time, though, we will need that supporting documentation. Uh, you can send that to HR by November 30th. And obviously, for the retirees, you're unable to add new dependents to your plan. Whoever's on your plan when you retired, that's who can be on the plan moving forward. Be wise consumers of health care. Uh, there are a number of things that you can do to help lower your costs throughout the year. One, as I mentioned earlier, go to the Cigna website, try and find those in-network providers. You will always pay less when you see an in-network pr provider as opposed to an out-of-network provider because that out-of-network provider can charge you whatever they want, and Cigna will pay a benefit 
But if it's not enough, that provider can come after you for the rest of the balance. It's called balance billing. So please be careful. Really focus on seeing in-network providers. Um, you know, try and use urgent care and convenience care centers rather than the ER. Uh, the experience is much better. The expenses are a lot less for both you and the county. Uh, we have virtual health through Maryland, uh, I'm sorry, MD Live. When it comes to your medications, think, you know, if, if it makes sense for you, think about generic over brand. I'm not going to say it's right for everyone, but it's something that you do want to consider because you do pay lower copays. And if you have maintenance medications, you can go through the mail order program and secure that 90-day supply for a 60-day supply cost. And then probably most importantly, reevaluate your medical plan choice. This is not so applicable, so much applicable for the post-65 retirees, but if you're in a pre or if you're an active employee, think about what you have. What is your plan spend? How much are you paying in premiums versus how much are you getting back from the providers in terms of service? Uh, we find a continual migration from what we used to call the POS, we'll call the new OAP high, but we've seen a continual migration from that plan to the OAP because people are realizing that they're a little bit overinsured. I'm not saying that you are, but you should at least go through that exercise to make sure that you're not and that you have the, the plan that meets your needs. Next. Okay. Um, I can't stress this enough. This is an active enrollment. Okay, you need to go online and enroll through the county's uh, self-service system. Open enrollment will run from November 1st through November 30th. Um, we will have, uh, for those of you who we have emails, we'll have email reminders. Uh, we have enrollment assistance meetings. We have one later today, I think from maybe 1.30 to 3.30, I think is the time. And that will be in the Dulles room. Uh, there's also an instructional video online that can help you out as well. And even if you're at home and you can't make one of these meetings, you know, give us a call. We, we can walk you through it over the phone or, you know, we, we'll do what we need to to get you enrolled. And there was one other thing I had. Um, there may be one or two other opportunities uh, through November 30th where you can come on site to get help, but we'll let you know if, 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 if that happens. Okay, with that, I'm going to hand this over to Tim Nichols from Cigna. And um, as I mentioned, everything we're saying today um, likely applies to active employees, not all to the retirees, and he'll try and call that out when that happens. Yeah, thank you, Rob, and good afternoon, everyone. Uh, so as Rob mentioned, we kind of, you know, got the, got the um, unknown out of the way. Uh, Rob reviewed all of the changes. Uh, so everything that we talked about today, we're going to reiterate a few of those changes, um, but not a whole lot going into 2024. But for both our active and our retiree population, but obviously want to remind you about a few things um, for your current coverage and also some programs and resources you might not be aware of that can help save you money and hopefully time on the plan as well. Um, so for starting off with the biggest change, which is that OAP high plan. Um, so once again, going to be replacing the POS. And as we go to the next slide, we'll talk about those similarities uh, that Rob mentioned. And, you know, outside of that network that Rob talked about and the requirement to get a primary care and to use that primary care for any referrals, there are no changes on the plan. What you can expect uh, to see and what you've experienced on the POS from a deductible co-payment and out-of-pocket perspective is going to remain exactly the same. So once again, we have those co-pays for primary care and specialists that will apply to prescription as well. Um, there is no deductible on the plan, no co-insurance for those in-network services. So once again, 
exactly the same as it was with the POS. Um, and our out-of-pocket maximums are remaining the same. Uh, so from a plan design perspective, can't stress this enough, no changes going from the POS to the OAP, really just an enhancement from that national network, no referrals, and not having to choose a primary care. So once again, showing you the example of our OAP plan uh, in comparison to the OAP high, and as Rob mentioned, that OAP plan, a very rich benefit uh, if you want to consider that option for our active and pre-65s. Um, but no changes to these plan designs. Just want to remind you of a few things that you might incur uh, costs with on the plan, including our inpatient hospitalization stays, outpatient facilities that have those copays, um, and then any deductibles if they apply and coinsurance. Um, and once again, the OAP does have the deductible. The OAP high will continue to not. Um, and our out-of-pocket maximums, once again, have stayed consistent. Um, looking at what you'll pay for things like convenience care, telehealth, uh, urgent care, and emergency room on both plans. Once again, no changes here. Uh, Rob mentioned those services through MD Live. I'm going to champion those once again. Um, you know, virtual care kind of became more prominent throughout the pandemic, but Cigna's invested in virtual care for over 10 years now. A uh, great easy cost uh, option for both our active and pre-65, as well as our retirees, to take advantage of that ease of convenience and that lower cost. And then prescriptions, once again, no change here. Um, Rob already mentioned this, but just to reiterate, you always want to look for those generic alternatives. Generic alternatives are, I uh, kind of like to say, like your store brand, um, you know, things that you see. Uh, they don't have those high marketing dollars that are driving up the cost, but have the same efficacy, uh, the same ingredients, uh, and have the, you know, same outcome for you for those conditions. So looking for those generic alternatives and also going to that 90-day supply for those maintenance meds, including home delivery, and the home delivery is exactly what it sounds like. We'll ship those drugs directly to your door at no additional cost to you. Um, but once again, no changes to what you can expect from these copayments on either the OAP or OAP high. And so we do have these rates shown. I'm not going to spend a whole lot of time here um, because these are available on the internet. Um, we're more than happy to share them with you afterwards when we're helping you with enrollment. Um, but this is what you can expect to pay for 2024. And once again, uh, plan rates for the actives depending on your current employment level. Um, encourage you to review these going into 2024 out on the website or uh, take one of our sheets in the Dulles room after. So in addition for our active uh, employees, we do have the two choice fund options, uh, one with a health savings account and one with a health reimbursement account. And as Rob mentioned, uh, if you haven't considered these options in the past, great opportunity to take advantage of uh, these options and the accounts that are associated with them. Uh, on the, and on these plans, just like both of our OAP uh, plans, there is no primary care required, there are no referrals, and all four plans are going to be using that national network of providers, which is the Open Access Plus. Um, Loudoun County government is going to be continuing to fund the, either that health reimbursement or that health savings account, $1,000 for individual coverage, $2,000 for employee plus one, all the way up to family. Uh, once again, you can use those uh, dollars uh, to pay for your eligible health care expenses towards your deductible, prescription costs, uh, even medical or uh, dental and vision. Uh, so really great opportunities there. 
And once again, you will need to meet those deductibles before the plan coinsurance uh, comes into play. After you do meet that deductible, it will be that 10% coinsurance. Uh, Rob mentioned that increase from the IRS in that annual deductible, so you will see that effective January 1 uh, for each of these plan options, uh, but our out-of-pocket maximums are remaining the same. Prescription drug benefits for both of these accounts, once again, uh, follow that uh, deductible needing to be met uh, for both medical and pharmacy, and then you'll experience the coinsurance uh, depending on the brand of drug medication that you are receiving. Uh, still benefits you to take advantage of those generic alternatives when applicable. So once again, we have the rates here. Um, I would encourage you to take advantage of these options uh, and look and compare those rates. Uh, Rob mentioned our easy choice tool. We also have Cigna representatives available that can walk through these plan options. Uh, that premium uh, comparison is, is one that it, people typically don't take into account, but you definitely want to take advantage of looking at that option. Uh, as Rob mentioned, maybe if you're overinsured, uh, using one of these options could benefit you financially going into 2024. Um, so switching over to retirees specifically, uh, and we do have four plan options, uh, that has not changed. The only big change, just like we talked about with actives and pre-65, is that the POS plan is no longer going to be offered in 1124 and will be replaced uh, with the OAP high. Uh, same um, conversation that we had for actives, uh, that this will replace exactly the same from a benefit comparison perspective, uh, and we'll have that national network with no restrictions on um, seeking access to specialists. Uh, we also have our standard OAP, just like we do for our actives, um, and the Cigna Choice Fund with the HRA, as well as our Medicare Surround um, for Medicare-eligible um, retirees. We do also have our rates posted out, so once again, Highly encourage you to review those when making your, your choice. Um, they are available on the website you see listed. We also have them printed in the Dulles Room after. And this is for our choice HRA, as well as our Medicare surround and dental rates. Um, so once again, if you are a post-65 retiree, um, new ID cards will be re reissued for anyone that is re-enrolled in the Medicare surround plan. Um, it will reflect the change to IMED vision uh, that Rob mentioned for post-65 retirees and enrolled dependents, and that does become effective uh, on January 1st, 2024. Those post-65 members uh, re-enrolling in the surround plan will receive a new prescription card as well um, that will show the new plan effective date. So, you know, once again, be on the lookout for that card. It will come in that unidentified envelope. Um, so, you know, check your mail leading up to um, the late December timeframe and be on the lookout for that. Our pre-65 participants, um, you know, once again, you will receive a new ID card if you do switch to a medical plan. If you do not switch, uh, you can continue to use that card uh, and seek access to care. Um, and so, once again, uh, when you go to elect uh, your coverage during this active enrollment, um, you know, if you do make any plan changes, you will receive that new card. But um, if you don't make any changes, you can continue to use the card that you currently have. So once again, just want to remind you about a few other services uh, that are available to you. 
And starting with that virtual care. So as I mentioned, for both active and retirees, uh, our virtual care options have been expanded uh, in the last few years. And most of us are probably familiar with this virtual care or telehealth service through our urgent care opportunities that you see here on the third uh, from the left bucket. Uh, and that is for those minor medical conditions uh, that supplement that urgent care facility. Uh, and so you're able to talk to a board certified physician uh, via FaceTime or over the phone 24 7, 365. So no worrying about having to travel to an urgent care or try to find an emergency room or wait till your primary care is available. Um, these are in the moment supports that can order prescriptions for you, they can follow up confidentially with your doctor. Uh, so once again, highly encourage you take advantage of that resource. In addition, as you can see, we've expanded our services to now include things like your primary care visit. Uh, that does include things like your annual well visit, as well as our behavioral care opportunities. So once again, if you're speaking with a behavioral health counselor, psychiatrist, or clinician, you can now do so virtually. Don't have to worry about traveling to their office, waiting in the lobby. You can connect with them right at the time of your appointment. And now also have dermatology. Uh, so once again, trying to support uh, those visits virtually, save you time and money uh, on accessing this care. So highly encourage you to take advantage of that either now or going into 2024. Amplifon, uh, this uh, affects all of our Cigna members, uh, but is a discount uh, for hearing aids uh, and does offer you those discounted prices on hundreds of brand name hearing aid products. You do have a risk-free 60-day uh, risk trial period, um, and you can get that 100% money-back guarantee uh, if you're not satisfied, as well as a three-year warranty. Um, you also can get free battery replacement, uh, two-year supply max, uh, as well as expert care if you do have any questions or concerns uh, and want to take advantage of this resource. Our personal health team, once again, available to both active and retirees. Uh, and this is to help you uh, address your chronic conditions. Uh, if you're, you're currently um, managing a chronic condition and want additional questions to ask your doctor, uh, if you want support uh, in between visits, um, if you want help managing your medications or really navigating the Cigna healthcare system in general, uh, this is a dedicated resource that comes at no cost to you. Uh, to help work with you to address those conditions uh, and really making sure you're maximizing the savings on your plan and getting the most out of the resources we have to offer. Our Cigna Motivate Me program for uh, our active employees and pre-65 retirees is uh, available and hopefully you've heard about this in the past. Um, this does reward you for taking uh, advantage of healthy behaviors on the plan, including things like our health assessment, uh, your annual biometric screenings, uh, physicals, preventative care, as well as our coaching. Uh, so if you are an active employee, um, highly encourage you to continue to take advantage of that program um, and reap the rewards. I know we did increase uh, that amount that you can earn uh, the last few years. So hopefully you continue to, to maximize uh, that opportunity and engage in that program going into 2024. And here's an example of what that looks like on our website. That is under the Wellness tab. And the Wellness tab is available uh, for all Cigna members, um, but the incentives are tied directly to actives. Um, but in addition to this program, we do have a lot of great resources out on that Wellness tab that I would encourage you to check out. 
Another great program uh, that we have for our active employees is the OMADA program, which is a pre-diabetes uh, prevention program. It is a CDC-recognized program that offers a digital scale as well as uh, online coaching assistance and activities. Um, and so once again, it is primarily focused on weight reduction to keep you away from that type 2 diabetic diagnosis. Um, so uh, we highly encourage you to enroll in this program if you have the opportunity uh, and connect with our coaches and receive your scale uh, starting 1-1-24. And so throughout open enrollment, you know, Rob mentioned some of our digital tools. We are going to have signal representatives available after this presentation as well as in, in the Dulles room. But we also have access to a pre-enrollment line that can walk you through your plan options determine if your doctor is in network, uh, review any costs you can expect on the plan, and make sure you have the information you need uh, to make the right decision for both you and your family. Uh, that customer service line is available 24-7, 365, leading up to November 1st, and we are a 24-7, 365 facility uh, all the time. So even after the effective date, you can always give us a call. You're going to get a live answer and be able to speak to a representative to get your questions answered. Um, but once again, highly encourage you to take the time to review that information and get those questions answered um, prior to November 1st and when you make your elections. So as I mentioned, that 24-7 service extends not only uh, to our, our phone lines, uh, you can also click the chat on our mobile app or our website, and we have a lot of great information on your enrollment and the elections that you choose um, directly on those websites and mobile applications. So as Rob mentioned, a few things we just want a reminder uh, that preventative care is free in network and we highly encourage you to take advantage. That includes things like those annual well visits, mammograms, pap smears, uh, immunizations, colonoscopies. So take advantage. Uh, our health assessment uh, is available on, under that wellness tab, gives you some great insights into how to make improvements in your health. We do have online coaching as well as telephonic coaching uh, that is available for both active and retiree population. We also have our Healthy Pregnancy, Healthy Babies programs, which gives you resources and support as well as financial incentives for engaging in these resources. And then as I mentioned, that Cigna Healthy Rewards uh, you get automatically for being a Cigna member. That has discounts on gym memberships, uh, chiropractic services, uh, health and wellness products, as well as uh, online uh, fitness uh, demonstrations. So, you know, once again, you can access this information on MySigna.com or the MySigna mobile app under the wellness tab. Um, I'd highly encourage you to take advantage of those rewards as well. Our health information line, uh, in addition to our virtual care resources, is available 24-7. This is a great way to triage if you have specific health questions or need additional information on a specific condition. Uh, we have nurses and doctors available to be able to answer your questions. Um, we also have help with that treatment decision support. Um, so if you need help managing your care or understanding your treatment options, uh, if you need help with hospital care coordination, any case management um, for a serious or catastrophic event, or if you need help managing a chronic condition uh, or any cancer care support. You know, once again, these are free uh, services that are included in our plan options that we want to make sure you're taking advantage of. Um, and so you absolutely can call us at any time to engage in these resources, and we, we may reach out to you to remind you throughout the plan year as well. Great. So I'm going to pass it back to Rob, but we will be available after.
Great, thank you, Tim. Uh, real quick, I, I think I should, should have asked this question earlier. Do we have any active employees in the, the group here today? Great, okay, well, we'll, we'll spend a little bit of time here on um, flexible spending accounts through FBA. I'm not sure if you all are enrolled in that, but it is a great opportunity for our employees. It's a way that you can put away pre-tax dollars for healthcare dependent care uh, to help pay for your out-of-pocket expenses. Um, it's managed by FBA. Uh, the plan year, of course, it's next plan year, calendar year 2024, January 1st through the 31st. Um, we encourage you to spend all of your balances down by December 31st. However, if you can't, we do have a two and a half month grace period. So you can use all your funds by March 15th of 2025. But you will need to submit your, your, your claims no later than 120 day, uh, which is April 30th. I can't stress that enough. These plans are um, use it or lose it plans. That's not our rules, it's, it, it's the IRS. Uh, so when you think about what you need for your out of pockets, be, please be conservative. Next. So the healthcare FSA is where you can put money away on a pre-tax basis to pay your out of pockets, your co-pays, your deductibles, your co-insurance. You essentially have that money deducted from your paycheck on a pre-tax basis. It goes to FBA, and then when you have a claim, you send that claim in, and then they send you a check. It's very simple. And the, the maximum so far for 2024, you can pay, put away up to $3,050. I can keep going. Okay, uh, the other is dependent care FSA for child care expenses or elder care expenses. It works in a very similar fashion. You have money put away on a pre-tax basis, so then you pay less in your taxes you know, throughout the year. It goes to FBA. When you have those expenses that you can submit in, they then cut you a check. And that dependent maximum is 5,000 per household. Next, can you keep going? The last FSA is a limited purpose FSA, and these are for those employees who have the, uh, the Choice Cigna, or the Cigna Choice Plan that's paired with an HSA. It's the only time you can elect this. Um, you can use this for your out-of-pocket dental and vision uh, claims. It does not apply to medical. So we have maybe, I don't know, maybe 8% of our employees who have the HSA, so not that many have access to this. Uh, it's just a limited purpose. You just The feds don't allow you to have a regular FSA if you have an HSA plan. Next. Keep going. So as a reminder, we'll be here from 1.30 to 3.30 in the Dulles room. We may even be, I think we'll be set up a little bit before that. Is that correct? So if you guys want some help or you have some questions, we can counsel you and walk you through the enrollment. We'll have a number of laptops set up to help you. Um, and then we'll be here all day on November 30th if you want to stop by. And we may have one or two other opportunities uh, throughout the month that we'll communicate with you, maybe some other place within the county. We're still searching for locations that can accommodate um, our assistance meetings. Um, once again, if you have any issues, you can always call the, the helpline, uh, and we can walk you through that enrollment and get your elections into the system. Uh, and with that, I'm going to hand you off to our, our division manager, uh, Alicia Pippen. Thanks. Um, Alicia Pippins, Rob said, and so um, really I just wanted to wrap up. It's good to see so many faces here today. Um, just wanted to say that we are here to assist you with this enrollment process, um, and if you're um, able to stick around, we can um, please see us in the Dulles Conference Room. Um, so the, there is a pre-enrollment line that uh, Tim has spoken to earlier that's available through Cigna. You can call that number to ask questions about the plan and um, any, even ask questions about you know, what will be covered and what may be excluded. 
Um, additionally, our benefit staff are available through normal business hours between 8.30 and 5. Um, so call our benefits helpline um, if you have questions. Um, alternatively, you can email us at um, benefits at loudon.gov. We have available the Cigna Care Advocate. Um, they hold specific office hours um, for either employees, even family members, retirees to call um, to make an appointment. And those office hours are on Mondays between 10 a.m. and 2 p.m. Um, so we do have a, um, you can, um, you can, there is a link. Actually, you can send an email to lcginquiries.com. And um, alternatively, you can schedule an appointment um, from the website, the loudon.gov forward slash retiree website, um, to schedule an appointment for our, with the Signacare Advocate. And when you're ready to enroll, um, we have options. You can do that online. So for our employees, we would want you to access My Loudon Employee Self-Service um, to make your benefit elections. Um, we have a new online portal for our retirees. Um, the, um, to log on to the system, it will vary based off if, if our office has your email address. Um, but we can go through those details with you. Um, we have made, we provided instructions for our retirees um, on loudon.gov forward slash retiree on that website um, with the instructions on how to access the online enrollment tool. Yes, the website is loudon.gov, then forward slash retiree. Um, if you look further down on this um, page here, uh, where it says need help or get more information, um, the website is listed there. So for employees, employees will go to loudon.gov forward slash open enrollment. And then for retirees, please go to loudon.gov forward slash retiree. We do have materials in our Dulles um, conference room that will um, give you more information about open enrollment. And um, for, we do have a plan comparison tool. Um, the plan comparison tool though is available for employees only. It's based off of the employee rates. Um, so that's available through the Cigna Easy Choice plan comparison tool, and that information is also on the, um, on the website, open enrollment website for employees. Uh, all right, and so if you are active employees who are accessing that plan comparison tool, you will need to enter the proper code based off of your, the number of hours that you work. Great, well that does conclude our presentation for today. Um, as Rob mentioned, we will be available in the Dulles Conference Room um, for, to assist um, individuals um, with enrolling for, active en um, for this active enrollment. And I'll be happy to also take questions if anyone has those at this moment. Yes, what is your question? So the question is, is Cigna IMED replacing vision coverage, for, Davis Vision coverage for the retirees? So the mentioning of Cigna IMED is actually the vision network provider for only in retirees that are in the post-65 Medicare surround plan. So once you are eligible for or to be in the Medicare surround plan, your vision 
carrier is now through Cigna. And Cigna has a external network of vision providers, and that's IMED. And that will become IMED as of January 1, 2024. And active employees and pre-65 retirees still have access to Davis Vision. So the question is, is Delta Dental still available? So Delta Dental um, of Virginia is still the dental provider for all of, for the county, for the um, participants on the county health plan, uh, yeah, county health plan. Um, so there is no change to our dental pr um, provider. Yes. Um, so new cards, so we will be notifying all the vendors of all the enrollments after um, open enrollment concludes. Um, so the expectation is that uh, cards will be mailed out from those vendors by mid-December. So they will be in your homes before January 1st. Okay, I can take your question. So uh, the question is, uh, when you're enrolling online for our, the post-65 retirees, do you have to make a one election or two elections for medical and dental, or three elections? Okay, so this is the process for our post-65 retirees. Um, when you go online, there is a selection for medical. You need to go ahead and select your level of medic medical um, coverage. So our post-65 retirees will have to select one Medicare if you're covering just one. If you're covering your a retiree and a, another dependent that is eligible for Medicare, you're going to select two Medicare. Then you want to scroll down to the next part of the screen, and there is a dental section. So within the dental section of that screen, there will be an area where you can select um, dental or just dental and vision. So the dental only section is for our post-65 retirees. The dental and vision section is for our pre-65 retirees. So let's say that there is actually a family that may be a combination of both pre and post-65 family members, then you're going to need to select the section that is, um, really the option is going to be listed for whatever your level of coverage is. Is it one, is it pre-65 um, dental and vision and uh, a Medicare dental. So what we, I know this sounds a little bit complicated, but we have created a document that's on the retiree website that gives a description of all of the plans that you are seeing on the screen, as well as a description of all of the options to ensure that you're selecting your correct plan. Um, we will be happy to assist you today, <laughs> you know, while you're here um, so that you can get through that enrollment process quickly. Um, and if you need further assistance, then certainly um, if you're at home and you're like, this is, I need more assistance, don't hesitate to give us a call and we will, excuse me, immediately assist you with that enrollment. It's not today, but we, yeah, we can make sure it's there. Yes.
Yes, there's the question is, is the Medicare surround plan the only option for those who are on who are in post 65 group? And that is correct. We only offer one health plan for our post 65 retirees, and that's the Medicare surround plan. Yes, so the um, Medicare surround plan includes coverage for medical as well as prescription and vision. And then you separately select a dental. And then when you're on Medicare surround, when you're selecting dental, it is just for dental through Delta Dental of Virginia. Such as acupuncture, what type of? Yeah, so the question was to signal offer uh, alternative care options. And, and uh, without getting into specifics, we, we absolutely do if you're thinking about things like acupuncture or chiropractic care. Um, so once again, that, that has not changed. Uh, our coverage for those types of procedures. Uh, we do have some information uh, in the Dulles room um, that it, it has some additional um, specifics on that type of care uh, but you know once again i would say if you're currently receiving that care that has not changed going into 2024 of what's covered um, and how it is going to be covered any additional questions Yes, that, and that question, we're going to shout that again. You can sign up today in the Dulles room. We have representatives that will help. Uh, you can also do so online for anybody that is still with us online. Um, but you have to do so. Active enrollment, you have to do so before November 30th. So uh, it's a great opportunity to take advantage of today if you're here. Um, and as Rob mentioned, we'll be letting you know about other opportunities uh, that you can get that assistance. Um, so please take advantage of those opportunities if you do need any help. Yeah, uh, we do have our Delta Dental representative available uh, for questions. If anybody does have specifics that they want to review with that coverage uh, or anything that re regards the Delta. Yes, ma'am. Yes. So the question is, what happens when, if someone is aging into the Medicare surround plan in the middle of the year? What steps do you have to take? Um, so we actually, there's um, the steps that you have to provide us is to provide us with your Medicare card. You do have to be enrolled in both Medicare Parts A and B. And it's very, very important that you pr provide that information to us timely. So you're going to receive several communications um, from one from the county, um, two from one from Cigna Medicare Cigna. Um, they they do uh, send out what's called a aging and enrollment kit. So your kit is going to include the new plan summary for the Medicare surround plan and instructions to tell you to send in your Medicare card to the county. So once we get that card, we are going to transition you to, from the Medicare. From your current pre-65 plan to the Medicare surround plan. 
So it's um, important that you send in the information, sending your Medicare card to us timely so we can get you enrolled into that Medicare surround plan. Yes, there's a question. We, we um, try to get notification to our retirees about 90 days ahead of the 65th birthday. Um, so that gives you that a warning that, hey, you need to be get started with enrolling the process for Medicare Part B, um, and as well as if, um, if you're not automatically enrolled in Part A. You definitely need to make sure you get enrolled in Medicare for Parts A and B, and that usually you can start that process about 90 days ahead of the 65th birthday. Any additional questions that we can address today? Right, well, we do appreciate everyone coming out today. As we indicated, please uh, walk down the hall to the other side of the building to the Dulles Conference Room if you would like online, um, excuse me, if you would like enrollment assistance um, today. Thank you so much for coming out.